1: And changing
0: wrestling like wrestling I want
2: to wrestle you so freaking bad. Wrestle
0: me
1: welcome everybody to juice pro wrestling episode 99 and 44 100th or known otherwise as 99 and 44 100th percent pure horror that's right swallow that one down fucking taste it taste it real
2: good on the back end
1: it's got a good palate gordon ramsay loves our show by the way i just wanted to let you people know that that's what i heard yeah that's what i heard too you know i never lie to you no we are the beacons of truth in a world
3: full of lies. The beacons of light in a world full of spite and darkness and... You already said spite.
1: <clears throat> hey, I'm Sretton. <laughs> hey, I'm threatening I got no jokes. <laughs> I'm all out. Oh, God. I wipe my hands of this place and I quit. All right. See you, you later. Know. I'll be having uh, a ghost stand in with me from now on. So let's get fucking to it in the news. The news this uh, week up. in the news, I got a little something offbeat for you. Go flavor flav, flavor flav has been fired after 35 <laughs> years of being the most annoying hype man in all of the rap game with uh, Chuck D and Public Enemy. He gone, as Hawk Harrelson from the Chicago White Sox, formerly of the Chicago White Sox broadcast team, would tell you, He gone, he gone, as he's sitting there drinking his Canadian club during the broadcast, much like I am. But you know, I, I like to go with the Budweiser. We'll shed a tear for uh, <laughs> Flavor Flav. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. anyways in
3: honor of Flavor Flav and all the entertainment that he's given us through the years, let's three, two, one. Flavor Flav, it ready? Three, two, one.
1: Flavor
3: Flav. Uh, and there are two <laughs> giant clocks in the studio, which we will not show. Use your imagination.
1: Yeah, two uh, giant clocks and two giant. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, who cares? But you want to think about it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I just wanted to say it. Yeah, It was news to me. There's always now it's one news st- to you. One st- There's always that last straw that breaks the camel's yeah. back. And speaking of 99 and 44 100% pure horror, try to say that 10 times real horror. fast or maybe even twice. The coronavirus has spread to Tampa. What? Yeah. It's in the water. Is it in the water? Did I hear you correct? I think I
2: did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's in the uh, yeah, it's in the water. It's somewhere. It's in people's fucking bodies. It'll get everywhere. They got one confirmed case, and there's a lot of questions going on about uh, the status of WrestleMania due to this fucking, is this a pandemic? Epidemic? Uh, epidemic. How know. do you classify the demics? I don't know. You Google it. We don't
3: know anything. We're not fucking doctors. No. I mean, I'm a doctor. I do have one piece of advice. Uh, if you're not already doing it for the next year, wash your damn hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Here's thing, your finger too. sniffers.
1: Wash your yeah, hands. your fucking nail biters, yeah. You fucking bottom feeders. Yeah, wash your hands. Wash your filthy fucking hands. Yeah, change yeah. your socks every once your in a while. Your filthy mouths. Maybe put a piece of gum, Tic Tac, yeah. in there. I don't want to smell that shit. Yeah. God, come up and talk to me at a show like, yo, Juice, what's up? Hey, man, it's all cool. Till you bring that hot breath, yeah. my face starts to melt. I'm super antisocial at any
3: social events like that, wrestling yeah. shows and all that stuff. You'll see me in the corner with my arms crossed.
1: Looking well, cross. Looking cross. <laughs> He looks real sour. <laughs> Anyways, also in the news, our <laughs> fucking homeboy PCO dropped the ROH ah, World Title. Yeah, Man. did you see that spot that he like that last
3: that running? Is that his finisher? I didn't. I didn't see it. So the what's the dude's name? Roosh. 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 Roosh does this uh, spot where he run. He well, he had uh, PCO in the corner on the ground. The so his head was on the middle mm. turnbuckle. He, he's on the other side of the ring. The other he does some side. Stupid, he does this open-handed scream thing, and then he runs and jumps into PCOs, does a drop kick onto his face.
1: Mm. It is a brutal spot. Really? Yeah. And that's how he won the belt? I think that's how he won the belt. I think then he dragged him to the one. was there interference from uh, Nick Aldis? Might have been. I think I heard something about it. I don't know. So you guys can, uh, if you're listening on YouTube, leave, leave the results in the comments and spoil it for everybody else. Yeah. It, I was kind of yeah. spoiled, but hey, man, he had, a, sucks. he had a good run. You know yeah. what? I talked to him after that. and uh, Great champion. Yeah, and he said that was just, you know, it was a good time. But there are a lot more bigger things on the horizon, so stay tuned.
3: Get ready for a big surprise.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my monster. Yeah, PCO can never die. That monster mania is running wild right now, so ain't no thing. You know, he just ain't got no hardware right now. He's going to Mexico, too, for the first time with the crash. Nice. Yeah. Well, PCO is not human on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Pierre Carl Ule on Facebook. Softest T-shirts in the in the rest In of- all the land, in all the world. Let me tell you how soft his T-shirts are. Don't start, something you cannot finish. Man, I got a bad case of the dust today. Let me tell Sometimes. you, brother. Let me tell you, hard times on that toilet, baby. You- I ate me some Taco Bell. Ooh, God, that chalupa just come out all green. And hateful. PCO drops the fucking world title. Word. I mean, there were, there were a few notable title changes this week, and I guess uh, I might as well just include this in the news as well because I I spent a little time. Now, I didn't go to AEW like I was supposed to because I'm a naughty little boy like that. But also, news for you, I did a review. I watched it at home with Mining for Mayhem, the Mining for Mayhem podcast, which you can check out on uh spotify and all that good shit i don't think they're on itunes but uh, everything but itunes everything
3: all podcasting platforms yeah. except for
1: itunes so um and they're based out of australia good day did you do how you do <laughs> i mean i wish i was drinking a faust as i well was talking to him, but it, it was know. a great great conversation and he loaded that in the middle of the night
3: so it was the first hot take officially
1: yeah it was I don't crazy know
3: anybody got one out before you two had the conversation and he threw it on his podcast
1: I, I I don't know. I don't know either. I was I know I was up at eight in the morning, and it was like midnight out there yeah. when I was talking to him. And uh, I mean, I was dude, I was trying to do so much while <laughs> I was being interviewed or talking to this guy at the same time. But I thought it hours. came out good. It's good. Yeah, we had a good conversation. We did a review on um, E. W. Revolution, and not only that, we talked about a lot more things going on. You know, a little bit of handsome prick, a little bit of uh, some WWE shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a good conversation. So uh, you guys out there listening, give Mining for Mayhem a look up and a follow and a subscribe. That's right. And also in the news, though, I was at Black Label Pro for the Quantum Leap. What happened? It won't happen again for another four years. <sighs> uh-huh. It was a good card, man. Uh, I went out there. Shout out to our homie Brian from Three Floyds. Um, Yeah, me and Brian met up out there. Uh, it started at 1 o'clock. Uh, had a pregame ritual with my homie Kobe Durst. And... Man, it it was fucking great. What can I tell you, dude? For, I'll put it to you this way for everything that was going on this weekend in Chicagoland, you know, you had AEW, you had C2E2. Dude, they put on a hell of a fucking show. Yeah. You missed out by going that fucking cosplay bullshit. I couldn't do that again. Did you see JR there?
3: I didn't. I saw a lot of
1: boats. I don't think he saw himself there either. I don't know what it is.
3: Like 50,000 to 100,000 people daily come to that thing in rotation. Too many uh, many for me. I'm not going to. I, I missed there was like twenty people that I might have known there, yeah. including wrestlers mm-hmm. that were just in the crowd like mingling with other people. I didn't see anybody. I lost the people I went with half the time. I was like, oh shit, where'd that
1: kid go? Great story, Threaten. Great fucking story. I'm known for my great stories. Yes. So uh getting back to Black Label Pro though. Here's some news coming out of that. New champ. Kylie Ray is your new Black Label Pro Midwest champion. Oh she champ. defeated A defeated AJ Gray. What's his name? AJ right. right Gray, AJ a.k. Gray, AKA Rich Homie Juice. Yeah. Yeah, she won the belt. That was pretty dope. Um, huge pop as always, man. Huge, huge pop. She's a popular wrestler. She's popular. The whole fucking card up and down. You had uh, the BLP World Title Match Eric Stevens versus Josh Alexander, the walking weapon. First time wrestling there, right? Uh, uh, as an individual wrestler? Yeah. I think he was supposed to wrestle there before, and he was. that's when he had his bicep was torn or something like that. Yeah. Um, dude, he's awesome. AEW was great, a great fucking car, but you guys, don't just listen to my fucking bullshit. Go and find this fucking match. You can watch the whole entire event via independentwrestling.tv or the IWTV app if you want to take it to go. Dude, what the fuck did I see? Every match was probably the most—you know, New Japan is famous for strong style— every fucking match dude like nobody was pulling any punches you know they came to fucking play every fucking match i seen like dudes were just getting chopped to where you're like oh god ooh that hurts um asses got ruled uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was just it was amazing um some things to take away from that like i said the eric stevens josh alexander match was awesome the rascals match was also killer with alex zane and uh Blake Christian. Those guys kind of relate to what we're gonna talk about here in a little bit. But um wow, dude. That was another great match. Um you had what was it? It was corn beef versus uh <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the other dude's name was. Oh, I can't fucking remember. I'm ashamed of myself. But anyways, like I said, up and down the card, some of the most stiff, just brutal ass shit right. hits you'll ever see, dude. Like some total oh my god, fucking moments. Um Warhorse versus Effie. How's that? <laughs> it was good. Uh it it kind of ended a little weird and screwy and they're just like fuck it we're friends you know <laughs> like warhorse like friendship rules ass you know like i don't want to fight you really it was weird you have to go back and watch it was a that was a weird kind of finish that was the only thing i was a little confused about but then dan Housen came out and uh, set up a triple threat well not triple threat but a uh, trio's tag match mm. for wrestlevania but sylvania yes so we'll see what happens there but uh you know, you guys need to check it out. I had a great time. It was a blast. Oh, Wrestlevania, we were not to <laughs> be there. Uh, 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 uh. Don't crunch those numbers. I'm glad you had a good time. Oh man, I had a blast, dude. It's like I was just talking to uh, shout out to Jeremy Telemala, Telemala, Telamala, who told you uh before we came in to record tonight, man. And I absolutely love those day shows. I wish more big companies would do that. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. I dude like it started at one, it was like a three and a half hour show. Still got out, had time to do stuff. Yeah. I think I drank three modellos, got a little R V D'd and uh it was great, man. I had a blast. Good. Uh, Jake Jake's something. Um man, that dude. I'm telling you, dude, he's he's something. All right. <laughs> uh impact got in, a nice build. He's got a nice build, but damn, dude, that dude's gonna be he's gonna be a big star, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um he's with uh WWE's Ruby Riot. Uh, Big Perk was there. I called Eddie. Big Ed the Assassin. You guys may remember him. We killed him off on an episode uh, 50 episodes ago. <laughs> that was the title of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, dude, your cousin's up here, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Like, never heard back. Well, So, Ed, I'm busting your both. Yeah, but overall, man, like I said, great fucking card. If I had to rate that whole entire experience, definitely a 10 out of 10. So, everybody, cool. hit up independentwrestling.tv yeah. and watch. And I'll also have a, hi- I got a highlight video that's about to drop soon, so. There's
3: a reason why we constantly, on repeat, talk about the independent wrestling scene in Chicagoland area.
1: Because it's the best. Yeah. And we are, like I said again. Well, I- even, you know, when I was talking to a dude from Australia, he was like, man, you know, you guys fucking got it made out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody we talk to, you know, uh, shout out to, you know, the Queen of NE. That's right. She know what's going on. Coming soon. Yeah, she'll be on next week, by the way, for... <clears throat> You guys that listen to of the bag the court. <laughs> we have the best sound effects. Yeah, Dan the Dad, also, real quick. Fucking awesome. He was yeah. so awesome <laughs> there, dude. You missed it. It was great, dude. Good. Fucking asshole. Who <laughs> yeah. oh, me? Who? I'm not an asshole. Sean Mooney.
3: I'm a wonderful guy.
1: Yeah, but that's pretty much all I got. Um is oh, um, a little more in the news. Uh so Pax East, which is like a big you familiar with that? Yeah. Big video game kind of a deal. Um, Our homies from RetroSoft Studios were there. Mike Herman with RetroSoft Wrestling. uh, RetroMania Wrestling, I'm sorry. (laughs) Batch. Uh, They were there with the game, and uh, Xavier Woods stopped by their table and was playing, was impressed. Uh, They released uh, the little schematic or chart, if you wheel, for the Xbox controls for it. It's getting closer and closer, man. I think uh, pre-orders are going to be up soon Cool for I think it's like Nintendo and PS4, maybe the PC. It takes a little bit more time for Microsoft. But, dude, I'm super stoked to fucking play this game. And, uh, yeah, Mike will be back soon, probably within the next few episodes to talk about that. So,
3: yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the biggest piece of news? Or a little review? Oh, what? what? Oh, five minutes of review? What? A little review or huh? something? I know you talked about it about mining uh, at Mining
1: for Man, but... Well, we went super in-depth on that. Well, and... I want you to... Go a little, go get in now. Want dig deep,
2: get tight, cut loose, and strap my fucking stuff.
3: Forty-eight hours later, how is it? How hours is it digesting your belly? <sighs>
1: You guys know he's fucking talking about AEW revolution, right? I mean, come on. I'll tell you this. I fucking hate the neck tattoo. Why? Why did you do it? You're such a dapper boy. You dress really well. You have proper etiquette and passion and drive. But you put that fucking thing on the side of your neck, and that's all I could look at during the whole fucking match. And I was like, why? Maybe it'll rub off, but it didn't rub off. And you know what really rubbed off on me? Anger. No, that's all right. Um, Ah, oh, man. Yes, we're going to talk about AW revolution, but that's the first thing that I have to I have to address it. And a lot of people have addressed it and you know, I was thinking we were both thinking of doing maybe funny little bits about it, but everybody else kind of fucking beat us to it. And you know what? That's great. You do your own it's thing. Fine. That's fine. That's fucking fine. Um God damn it, dude. It it here's the thing. It's his face. It doesn't affect my life at like, all. It's right. his it's his choice. Yeah. I just feel such so bad for him i mean if he enjoys it that's great but and this is an opinion so my opinion don't mean shit if you don't like it hey as gordon ramsey would say fuck off um it doesn't really matter but there are a lot of you out there listening and that watched that know what i'm talking about and feel the same way oh my god dude and uh you know shout out to brian pillman jr he really expressed it the best way i saw on twitter when he's talking like hey man It's like representation of he stuck his neck out on the line for his brand and uh, this dream that he had and this goal, and that's maybe what he's taking away, what that kind of represents, and that's cool and all, but, dude, that motherfucking thing is huge. It's about as big as his fucking whole right side of his face, and it's on his neck.
3: Yeah. And it's like— It's like two inches from his
1: earlobe. You can't ignore it. I was I was straight up watching it the whole time during the MJF match, and I was like, man, I thought it was like a wound or something, you know, like— I just, man, it it sucks. Ain't ain't no attire going to match that shit either, Cody. I mean, we might get used to it. We probably will. And
0: like you I, said, I it think doesn't affect we'll
3: us. It. I'm just like. It doesn't.
1: Uh, and, and you know what? I hate to be that guy, but I will be that guy for a second because hey. I, I do have some fucking opinions. And it's yeah. like, man, neck and face tattoos. Come on, guys. Come on. It's 2020. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Cut it out. There's only one Post Malone. Ah, yeah, yeah. No, there's not. There's like a million other little fucking rappers or whatever like that. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I, I just. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Um, <laughs> AEW, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, very pleasurable for my eyes yeah. to be uh, viewing this product. Did you.
3: Here's questions that you guys didn't talk about um, Did you cheer and go nuts at all while you're sitting in your living room watching it? Did you. Mark out as they say. Did you did you clap? Did you, um, you know,
1: did you roll around your couch? Um, and- at the end when Moxley won the belt, yeah, I was like, I was like, holy shit, you know, I was, I'll give you a <laughs> reinterpretation of the moment. One second.
0: Oh my god!
1: That was pretty much it. It nice. hurt. No, it was it was good. Um, the tag match with the Bucks and Omega and Hangman. You know, we talked about that on Mining for Mayhem. Dude, just the story execution in this pay-per-view was top-notch, dude. Yeah. Top-notch. I mean, you are you were left wondering and wanting more, which is what you're supposed to do when you walk away from these shows. Like, unlike, you know, a, a WWE pay-per-view that you're just kind of left like, what what the fuck did I just watch and why am I upset when I'm supposed to be watching something for me to escape reality, you know, like right. And yet it just made me more bitter and pissed off. <laughs> um, but AEW didn't do that for me. I mean, I thought it was great. I loved, absolutely loved the setup. I mean, the the fucking rampway that was all digital was awesome. Yeah. I love the bracelets that the crowd had. I remember reading about those beforehand. Um, and I totally forgot till I seen them. And that they're programmed to every entrance. Like, everything they do with the lights, those wristbands are programmed to That's there. awesome. That's so fucking cool, dude. Maybe it would entice people to put their cell phones away. Yeah. I don't think so, but... Would be nice. Would be nice. You know, you don't need the fireflies out there at the phone. You got yeah. the fucking thingies on the wrist! Yeah.
3: Yeah. Watch, watch this amazing piece of entertainment with your eyeballs. Yeah.
1: I, uh... Wow. Every match up and down, I love the fucking Orange Cassidy pack match. Yeah, um, holy shit, yeah, you yeah. know all you fucking detractors in the Jim Cornette faithful, <laughs> 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 fucking hate Orange Cassidy. Uh, woom, there it is. Thought you knew. Yeah, uh, I I, I
3: thought. do you. So here's my other question. Mm-hmm. Other than did you get crazy? Uh, was this me, Luke? Go. Was this an hist- a historical wrestling event? So people talk about different WrestleManias. People talk about um, different, mm. mostly WrestleManias and a couple of like uh, WCW events. And is, Was this something that five or ten years from now, people that are new to wrestling will be like, that was like historical. That was so good. I
1: don't know. I don't know about that. You know, I'll just I'll shoot straight with you. I'll be honest. I don't I don't think it was that. I think you know maybe they wanted it to be that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: when you got you know, and I liked. I think Moxley made sense. You know, I think it was if what time better than now for Jericho to drop the belt? And I'm still intrigued to see where it goes. Right. But you got another ex WWE guy who is your world champion. You know, for a lot of guys out there, I'm sure that's like whatever. I don't necessarily care about it. I would have liked to have seen maybe a guy who could represent AEW as a uh, thoroughbred AEW guy. Yeah. To me, that's, uh, let me put it in layman's terms for you guys, like a homegrown talent. Right. Now, essentially, they really don't have any of that because yeah. they're pulling people from everywhere. Like guys they already had a big indie darlings or whatever. So they really don't have that yet. But a guy like Kenny Omega would have been the perfect example. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was a champ in New Japan. Bring him over, have him be champ in AEW in the States. You know, um, I don't discount their decision for who they've chosen because Jericho worked out great. Um, There's a lot of good reasons, both uh, entertainment and business-wise, that made sense behind that. And I think the same thing for Moxley. And let's see where it goes. Um, I... I think they're doing it the right way. They are doing it the right way. I can't knock it. You know, it's. Uh, I've seen. I've seen but I don't think it's. People are going to look back like ten, fifteen years mm-hmm. from now. Maybe they will. I mean, only time will tell. I think it's right. a little early to ask that question. You kind of offend me by doing it. Um what? So I'm going to kindly tell you to fuck off. I'm going to kindly rebut with what I think. Um, your butt stinks. <laughs> <It always laughs> no, I,
3: no, I, I no, think uh, I've, I've seen some comments on Twitter. Uh, the most poisonous part of the internet, mm. uh, other than 4chan, Chucks. and we don't do 4chan. But they were criticizing. They're like, "Oh, you want to criticize uh, WWE, but your first two champions in AEW are are uh, WWE guys." Exactly. Well, the thing is, I think it's per. I I think they're doing it the right way because they are. T- it's not even been a year. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of awesome guys. Like people are just starting to realize. Like they took almost a year to change Kenny Omega's intro. So they gave him this weird, lame like intro for a whole year, and they just, just now changed it to a new one because no, people started seeing for, a lot.
1: He's had that for a little the while The new one? No? Yeah. The, um... Not the music. <laughs> the, not the music. The video. Oh, okay. Well, they're doing it with a lot of people.
3: I mean, they're what, what they're, they're still kind of coming in what, on their own, Well, that's man. what I'm saying. What they're doing is there's people in the wrestling know, know who Kenny Omega is, mm-hmm. and they know who these other guys are. They don't know the new guys. They do know John Moxley, and they do know Chris Jericho. So why not? I think Jericho being the first champion and the first champion being a heel is perfect. Yeah. Because the only other person that would have actually made sense at the time was Cody. and like, Or maybe even, an MJF, M- even
1: MJF, but no, even MJF, MJF isn't that is big still, a star yet. No, no. He's it, just starting. It all goes back to business sense. If you're going to start off a fucking company like that, you need people yeah. that have been to the dance, and that can represent your company, either face or heel. You know, you guys don't like to hear that business talk, but you fucking get it with the juice. Uh, You need that. Right. Because guys got to make the media rounds. They got to fucking do all this shit. And they have to have drawing fucking power. Yeah. You can't... I'm sorry. MJF ain't going to fucking fill a whole arena. Not yet. Not fucking yet. Yeah.
3: So what they're doing is they're... they're, They got the two big guys. They're a new ass company. People need to be patient. Everybody wants... Uh, quit uh, shit on it. Let it go. Everybody wants level ten all the time, constantly, and they can't help but shit on everything. If somebody accidentally blows a fart during the match, they're like, well, "I'll give the whole event." No, I think Moxley being the new champion. I didn't think they were gonna. I didn't think he was gonna lose it this early.
1: I, it I was thought weird. he was maybe gonna was do weird. another it six was months like or so. Expected, but not expected. But it's. You know? I mean, it's it still great. cool. But it's great it's, feeling as a
3: whole company storytelling. You see what they're doing. Um, they are developing people like uh, what's his face, the skateboarder Darby, guy, Darby, Darby Allen. Allen.
1: That, another great match, dude. Yeah. That was a fucking. But with those Sammy two guys, Guevara.
3: yeah, Semi Kavara. They're they're sprinkling them in everywhere and giving them like all these yeah. different subtle and less subtle rubs, and they're mm. doing that with everyone. Yeah, and and like as a whole company. And t- like I said, it's only been a year. What are you expecting? You're expecting
1: every all thirty dudes on
3: the roster to be household names
1: a year in. Yeah, and then have and when people like, uh, well, if you want that to happen, then tell your fucking friends and family to get on board and watch this shit. So there is more fans, so they can do that. There's limitations
3: to to all of that stuff, and, and
1: I I don't think I'm I'm explaining myself
3: correctly, but my my bottom line is I think they're doing everything well. I think like we're all the wrestlers that aren't known
0: mm.
3: are growing on the audience, and oh, the yeah. audience is also growing, and oh, yeah. I. I predict within two years, maybe three, even three years, uh, the biggest criticism the women the women's yeah. side of things yeah, yeah. is going to be just as hot and just as popular. Just be patient. They tried a thing, it didn't mm-hmm. work. They reset. They're trying a new thing. They're sep- they're gonna figure it out. Yeah, they got so many talented people, and and the people they do have that are still green. That I'm cri- like off mic. I criticize because I don't want to be super critical of who I do and don't like. Who's um, that? I mean, I didn't... I'll say it right now, like, uh, Nyla Rose, like, yeah. she's a champ. And when she yeah. first came out, I just didn't think she was that good in the ring. Yeah. Um. I, and then making Riho the... I understand why they made Riho the champion. They took a chance. That's the thing. You take a chance on mm-hmm. an unknown and give her the championship. Yeah. And in Japan, she's known, and she's never around. And it was and a good was,
1: underdog thing.
3: It was a good underdog thing, but she's but also, like, you watch long. her in the ring, and she's light, she can move, she can oh, do all that. But she's, like... Anybody? I, everybody could kick was her in there. Yeah, it, it <laughs> felt like anybody in there could. Everybody was kind of like it felt like everybody was at level like five or six against her. Yeah. They didn't want to hurt her. That's how it felt when you watch the match. Mm. And there's some badasses in the women's divisions, like uh, division. So I just say be patient. Yeah. I like the Nyla Rosa subtle things that she's starting to do. I missed like 2 She's or 3 like, weeks
2: ago. I ate bitches for breakfast. <laughs> I, like I like that, that. shit.
3: <laughs> Being the lead today, like she did a thing where yeah. uh, the librarians got into a fight and mm-hmm. they knocked over either something of hers. I I, I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. And she like roared at them and they ran away. I like that. That's subtle and it's growing her the mythology. Yeah, like, yeah. Like and so with all these like those the female wrestlers, they don't have that yet. A lot of them don't. And you know, like I said, the no. draw is a lot of the dudes, and that's just how it is. Just be patient. That's yeah. it. That's my rant.
1: Yeah, that was gonna go. Heel Britt Baker rant. works. Face Britt Baker right now ain't worth a fuck. That's another good example. Like as a heel, she's awesome.
3: As a yes. face, you're like, because ah. they're all they're Got all the new, dude. What are you quick. like physically? Like yeah. a lot of these people, it's like stand up comedy or other so, things like. I'm almost done, dude.
1: Uh, yeah, I was going to, in summation, because you'll get uh, the next 20 minutes, welcome to Stratton's uh, no, Just r- Walk Around in Circles. <laughs> Some of these wrestlers have
3: only been in the game for like two years, and that's still infancy. And when you're in such a, such a spotlight so early, it just highlights all the things you just need more time with. That I, I think so many of these people have potential. So that's it. And I think it's an awesome product. I also, even though I didn't watch it, that's my punchline, I didn't watch Revolution, but I think everybody needs to chill out, and I think it was probably awesome and a classic event.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I give it a rating. Uh, it's like a nine or a ten for me. Definitely, it uh it was enjoyable. It was fucking three hours. That I sat there like, much like dynamite when dynamite in twenty twenty has been fucking great, dude. Like it's it doesn't feel like it's like five minutes, and then it's oh, it's fucking done. Like damn it. Only thing I hate with dynamite is all the. Damn commercial breaks, yeah, but what can you do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty rough. Yeah, AEW Revolution, uh, historic. I don't know about that. Only time will tell. But I thought it was a damn good show. That was stellar from top to bottom. What you like when I want to? Every time birth? you throw up into your hands, I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Robin, okay. I wanted to this. hear your take. Okay. on Um. There was something else I wanted to talk about, though. About that. Oh, so some other like news coming out of that. Um, their next, I think it's going to be a pay per view where they're in New Jersey or whatever. Um, is it New York? I have no idea. Oh, sorry, okay. I'm just shaking yeah. my head because I don't know what you're going to say, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> um, Blood and guts is their next pay per view. At least that's what they're calling it, and um, it's basically war games. The two rings together, Cage comes down. It was Dusty's idea. I know Cody uh, filed trademarks for the uh, the Match Beyond, which was the original name for War Games, which uh. WWE owns that now, and they use it in NXT. And I've said, we've said millions of times before, previous episodes, dude, uh, You know, continuity. Um, dude, if it's your father's creation, it's your bloodline, that's you. That's like, I'm sorry, but that motherfucker's entitled. Take your fucking shit. Bring your horses back to the stable, man. Like... Get a neck tattoo. Yeah, don't. Th- oh God, I, I I'd rather Terry Funk like fucking branded him or something on the neck, like a old school selling wrestling style. God damn it. Um, but no, I I really enjoy that. You know, I think all right, let's. Yeah. People are gonna shit on the end, be like, oh well, they're doing war games. So what? Yeah, so, so what? what? They're fucking doing it. Watch it. Enjoy it. It's cool. They're calling a fucking pay per view blood and guts. Yeah. <laughs> That's. It's a shot, it's a shoot, it's fucking, it's cool, it's, we don't even know what it's gonna be yet. Right, calm down. Yeah, fuddle down, Biveth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, so AEW, Revolution, check it out, order the replay if you haven't watched it, because it is worth it. Or if you're out there fucking sneaking about in the digital landscape and you tend to fucking drop on a link, and you get it for free, then whatever, just watch it. But support it somehow. Right. Give them some money somehow. That's all I got to say. But I did get me a sweet inner circle shirt this week. (laughs) As things change, other things stay the same. I got that, yeah. With yeah. the lyrics of Chris Jericho's. Shut uh, the fuck. All right, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> moving on.
2: Macho ass.
1: Did you say macho ass? Uh, Yeah, I
2: said macho <laughs> ass. Stop for the wrestler of the week! The wrestler of the week!
3: I hope everybody can see the, uh, on the, U- the YouTube viewers, you could subtly see the pain in my eyes every time you
1: scream into my ears. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. everything's red. So I'll let you kick off the old school motherfucker. This was your choice. It was.
3: They were both my choice, I think. Unless we talked about the second one. Old school wrestler of the week is Greg the Hammer Valentine. I've had him on my mind lately. I've seen him at a couple of the Warrior shows. I listened to a really long interview today. I just wanted to talk about him. The stone-faced killer, Greg the Hammer. Yeah. Valentine. I I forgot all about him. I didn't know he was one of the men whose finishers is the figure four leg lock. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I I shouldn't say I didn't know. I didn't know, but I forgot that he was one of the dudes that loved
1: second or third generation. Second
3: generation at least. Yeah. Um, And uh, he's known for just chopping the shit out of everybody.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he had that stone face that I can't even, how do you, it's like De Niro gone sour. How do you, yeah. Is that rude? No. I just blew up my chest. I like Greg the Hammer back in the day, man. The Fucking the Hammer, dude. Uh, yeah. Tag team with Honky Tonk for a little bit, too. The yeah, Rhythm and yeah. Blues. Uh, I used to have his little Hasbro figure where you fucking pulled the arm back and he just fucking knocked your knuckles a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, Greg the Hammer, dude. He's a legend. He's a thoroughbred, dude. Yeah. He's WWE Hall of Famer. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah.
3: Hall of Fame. Creeping up on 70
1: years old. Yeah, and what's actually it, looks pretty good for seventy. Dude. He doesn't look. He's one of those guys, though. That man, he was fucking old, like twenty five years ago. Well, you know, wrestling and uh, people would fucking make fun. You'd see him in, like in W after the whole rock and wrestling and all that WWF shit wore down. WCW hired a lot of those guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were just giving money out to anybody with a name that worked for Vince, and uh, he was one of those guys. <laughs> but. Dude, he just, he has this look, man. I just, I can't describe it.
3: I, uh, so I remember him. I remember him looking, I think you're right. I remember him looking, blo- he's always super blonde. Always a little bloated, kind always of. Always a like little bloated. Stock, stocky, yeah. dude. Just so like- when you see him now, he just looks. He, looks he doesn't same, look older. He just looks a little yeah. bloated. There's a picture not,
1: going around the internet of him and Bruce Beefcake sitting there shirtless. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Oh, God. It's like some meme or some shit. Dude, but Bruce dude, has got his nipples pierced. Up. thing
3: is, dude, he doesn't look old. Like, to me, he doesn't look old.
1: No, it was cool seeing him so, sitting
3: there at Warrior, you know, yeah, Greg the so, Hammer. I just want to shout out. Look him up. He's one of the legends. He's one of the hard workers from the yeah. 80s. He was one of the top guys. He, you know, the Hammer. Greg the Hammer, famous for his chops and blonde hair.
1: Yeah. Cock the hammer. It's time for action. <laughs> a little <laughs> Cypress Hill for you. Um, you also did pick the new school wrestler of the week. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, the
2: new school wrestler of
1: the week.
3: I'd like to talk a little bit about AC Romero. I was first introduced to him, and I think I saw him at other places, but at the uh, Bound for. Not Bound for All, it glory? All Glory. All mm-hmm. Glory. All Glory event that we went to. He was one of the featured wrestlers, and at the end of the event, um, Impact offered him a contract. Yeah. But the thing that freaked me out about him is he—he's d- a big
1: dude. He's big, big. He's big, a big, real big dude. He's probably like four hundred pounds.
3: Yeah, and he can move, but he's just so Close big. So it. a lot of the stuff he does just freaks me out. I wrote it down. We have an outline, <laughs> and then we try to work on it, but we barely stay within the lines of our of our uh, outline. <laughs> But yeah, this is so. This is my uh, Sretin's, uh, what do I call it? Stretton's dangerous to be ch- taken out of context hot take of the week. When I watch AC, he gives my butthole panic attacks. Ooh, like they prefer, I it? Just, I it, prefer it. I just clench up. I clench when we watched him at that event, he climbed on the top turnbuckle and it looked like he almost slipped a couple times. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fall, doesn't slip. Maybe i I mean, I've never seen him. Yeah. Uh, and then just does the shit where we you're like, Fuck, because if you do it wrong, it, the risk is so high. If you do it wrong, high risk, high
2: reward. You're gonna break
3: oh, everything. But he keeps going. He just keeps going. And uh, after he got signed, I saw the spot with him and Tessa Blanchard where oh, yeah. he climbed to the top, and she put like he was climbing to the top to the top of this ladder, and she pushed the ladder out of the ring, and he 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 dropped out of the ring. Yeah, like hey man. Um, nice I know you're 400 pounds. I mean, you put a 100-pound person and make that kind of drop and, and, like, walk away. I swear to God, he, like, landed, rolled off to the side, and just did a little quick dance. Like, his ankles, everything was fine. Super impressive, dude. Physically, yeah. very impressive. I just wanted to talk about him for you a little bit.
1: I've seen him in uh, MLW. Uh, people have seen him, I believe, in AEW when they've done, like, the Battle Royals and whatever. I'm I'm pretty sure AC was in one of those, if not a couple of them. Um impact, yeah, they signed him. He hasn't really been doing too much like on air that I I think they have a tag team now. That he's, they did something he's tagging quick with, when he first got signed. He's tagging with Larry D, another uh big indie guy that we've seen. Um, so I think that's cool. I mean, maybe that, that could be some potential right there. We'll we'll see where it goes. But yeah, uh shout out to AC Romero. Go check him out. Go find him on the internet. He's on uh he's on all the social media. Most of these guys are, you know, you'll see him. He's pretty active on YouTube. Twitter and
3: stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I want to talk about him. I want to get uh, the limelight on him and uh, the spotlight and
1: blah, blah, blah. yakety schmack. Oh, oh, I get to talk a little more. All right. Go for it.
3: Now it's time for
1: <laughs> Topic of the Week. Just fucking stop it. What are you trying to do? You're trying to patronize me? What Topic fuck? of the Week. You sound so... How can you be so far away? British. So God. Topic of the week. Somebody give me um, a new fucking sidekick. So the topic of the week.
3: <laughs> fucking asshole. Ready? Topic of the week. Um, so part of what we talked about with uh, AEW, it made me think about it the other day. Like if if Jericho were to lose, mm-hmm. who would be more than one dude that would that would make sense that the crowd would go apeshit to lose it to there? And throughout all these different promotions, how many baby faces are there? the way there were back in the day and then and then not even how do i put it like there's baby faces and popular dudes that might not have been they're good guys mm-hmm. but maybe they say fuck maybe they cuss maybe they're like brutal maybe they don't like like stone cold like he did all this stuff but he was a good guy you know he did all this sh- like badass shit but he was a good guy the rock was cocky as shit but he was a good guy like you pop when you saw him yeah um i i don't know nowadays in 2020 who are those dudes moxley's like Right, on Moxley's the, there. He's right on the edge. He's I not don't a think bad. He, he's not a
1: bad guy. No, he's not a bad guy. He's not. Uh, so, are you trying to get to like? Are you looking? Because here's the thing. I mean, the the '90s really blurred the fucking lines. Yeah. with that and with Stone Cold and and guys like Razor Ramon. Yeah, you're a fucking heel, and the NWO, you're a heel, but you're he's so cool. He's oozing machismo. It's you fucking like him. You know. So, in a sense, then he's not a heel. I mean, he's a face. Because if, he, if he's, you know, I, even if he does some dastardly, dastardly shit, he might get fucking cheered. You know, right. I, it's just, lines are, even still to this day, they're kind of blurred, you know? They are blurred, and there was that quote, I guess,
3: one of the, you know, Twitter, everybody gets in trouble with Twitter. Last year, Cody put something like, there are, Not no, me. There are no good guys oh, at good guys. Oh, wait, I, I did. They, they found anymore.
1: a tweet from 2016, and they said I was being a prick. Oh. <laughs> they were right. An ugly prick, or? No. A handsome prick. <laughs> Sometimes when you throw the lure in the water, let me tell you something, they take the bait, yeah! So, I wrote my
3: top four uh, faces. Whether you think they're faces or not, based on what I think faces are, these (sighs) are my guys.
1: Feed them to me. And what's the whole point of this uh, conversation again?
3: Because I wanted to talk about new guys that get the same pop, or is it going to take time? Who are the guys? So pretty much to me, a face is somebody. When you hear their music, or somebody needs to save somebody or they come out of the ring or they come running into the ring that everybody goes crazy. Like crazy, but in a happy way. You're not like I hate this dude, but I love hating him, you know? Like Okay. So obviously Hulk's at the top. He's the ultimate like in history there's never been a bigger face. When he's mm-hmm. eating his vitamins and being American, no who was who tops him? But it was him. So mine is him, Warrior,
1: Bruno uh, San Martino. Okay. That was before I was born, I think. No. Was it? I mean, no. you're you're kind of old, so. Uh,
3: 1978. <laughs> you're born. Let me, let me tell you. Well, my four that I'm aware of is the Hulk, uh, Warrior, The
1: mm-hmm. Rock, and Stone Cold. Even though I and really watched The Rock and Stone Cold, but they were like. Oh, yeah. It. Warrior was never a, a guy that was. I, I think I'm still trying to wrap my head around, much like the audience is, on what you're actually getting at here. I'm getting at. I don't understand how
3: you don't understand. I,
1: I do. do. I just I try to throw I, you off. I, Usually you do it to me, but motherfucker, I got you this week, dog. I got you, homie. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't know who those dudes are. Um, Kenny Omega's one. Yeah? Because, but still, I mean, it's he, he's a guy that blurs the line because, dude, he was in Bullet Club. He was a heel. He was, dude, the cleaner. But he still fucking was so cool. I mean, if you're looking for those white meat fucking baby faces that put asses in seats, they're really, really hard to come by now. I mean, okay. you got John Cena, John Cena, John Cena, <laughs> John Cena, and Can John Cena, more? the greatest of all time, Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not big. But you know what I mean? It's like I know. to find those guys and even guys like uh, Ricky the Dragon, who never went heel, or uh, Tito Santana. Great guys. But I mean, it's. And, and we've had Tito on the show, and this is no disrespect to him because he did have a great draw. Um, I don't think it could have been utilized a little better. But he wasn't the guy to. You, I don't know if necessarily you could have built a company around Tito. I mean, I'm, you could have. I don't want to say it like that, so I'm trying to choose my words properly here, and I'm I'm probably gonna fuck it up because I'm a couple butts deep. But dude, that's that's really kind of a tough thing, like to ask. Like nowadays, who are those guys? Yeah, I mean Kenny Omega. It's just it's so blurred. There's no good white meat baby faces anywhere. I, really, I, I, I have
3: this thing simmering in my head constantly with all forms of entertainment. That says that nowadays, like I don't believe that the youth are lost. I think they're blah blah blah. That's everybody thinks like this and that. But I do think that I I do think that um, it's like harder to entertain people. And so when you have all these these guys that either the storytelling, like specifically for wrestling, I'll I'll go on a rant about movies. I'll go on a rant about just almost every every kind of form of entertainment, but specifically wrestling Mm because that's what we talk about here. Um, It's just what I've been thinking about. Like when you could see. Some awesome stuff. Like from what I can tell, Pac, which I've become a huge fan of Pac now.
1: It's great. Did great work with Orange. That's in that why, match, like, dude, he, dude he's he even he just, embraced it a little bit. You know, like he did some of the fucking yeah, the King of Sloth style. Oh,
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> Orange is so chill, but he's really not as fucking good. But, in the but ring. even
1: that match where you watch it and the crowd
3: is 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 like, I miss that like excitement. I understand in wrestling the reality is the bad guys win most of the time. They beat people up. You keep mm. rooting for them, but the reality is that kind of dramatic shit is just like a soap opera where, like, you need the twin to be an evil twin. You need, like, stuff like that. So, um, But it's always awesome. I remember when we were a kid, an Ultimate Warrior would run in full speed. Yeah. Or all the times that Macho Man ran in to save, like the Hulk, or the Hulk went ran in to save Macho Man, and when mm. they would run in, you would go crazy. Now they've so far in AEW because that's mostly what I watch. When somebody runs in, you don't. That was always my favorite stuff. When somebody runs in that's not expecting, you're like, "Oh shit!" And, yeah, and you know, and then the real fight starts.
1: That that's where the question came from. I, I feel like maybe some. Well, and that's a good question. I mean, you it, here's the thing. Like, I mean, you're coming from a different time. It's so True. suspected now that that's going to happen, and I don't think you could really categorize it as heel or face in that situation. Yeah. I think no matter, it's it's whoever's over. I mean, because like I said, you know, let's reiterate to back when I just okay. said, dude, the lines are so blurred. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, fucking pack running out and helping some fucking dude may not, uh, you know, another heel guy may not get as big as a pop as like a face guy doing it, like Kenny Omega coming in and helping the Bucks. I, it's just, I don't know. It's really, I think, I know what you're getting at. But a lot of these guys that you're, you're naming um, were attractions, you know, so it's not like yeah. I think in order to be that person nowadays, you can't be on fucking TV every week. Uh-huh. You have to like, yeah, you have to a big following and, and be involved the majority of the time, but right, right, like if Brock was to come out of nowhere and, and we'll put it in the WWE scenario in the WWE ring yeah. and help somebody good or bad because i i do think brock is polarizing right. there's a lot of times where it's like okay is he face is he heel? you yeah. don't whatever you don't know he's just brock that's how he is to me anymore um i think that would be like okay you know cool you get excited it get excited a little bit it's not gonna be like it was yeah. when when we were kids with these guys that you're mentioning because it's it's different times different yeah. points of our lives different ways we view the business or the product um now and that's not to say that when some fucking awesome shit happens still in this day to rest I'm like oh fuck yeah yeah you know I love it but <sighs> I don't know that's just you fucking you kind of you left me with some uh, juice for thought I'm I have do to think about that
3: again because I mostly just watch AEW I mean yeah. I watch they they don't do it much like i watch uh what do you call nwa i watch it Yeah, it's, uh, nwa i like it cuz it's so promo heavy i like that stuff it's they, good it's so promo heavy um but uh but like darby allen coming in he did it a couple times like to help cody and stuff i like that stuff he's just new yeah at and darby
1: darby's hot man yeah. he's he's fucking yeah. hot like sauce dude yeah. he's uh at, he's going to be the and i hate to use this comparison but i mean it kind of is he's the next jeff hardy essentially as far as his yeah, and Jim Ross always call him he's like he's an enigma and it's like oh come on Jim but he is he's got that rebel mentality he's got the face paint he's got the fucking attitude but he is totally different right than Jeff Hardy, you know so he, he's destined to be a big star and like the shit the guy does is great and he's also good behind the camera as far as like peace and shit together so cool hey man
3: thanks for answering my question kind of yeah. thanks for giving me a hard time too.
1: you freak me out I give you a hard dick if you don't watch out oh <laughs> you've been tonight. serving hard times uh little big boss man theme song for you all right we'll go on to the next segment a promotion of the week i think everybody should check out gcw game changer wrestling you can find them on fight tv they're all over youtube uh gamechangerwrestling.com, or it might be gcw.com, kind of that's escaping me. They're all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I mean, they got guys like Marcus Crane, who's a local boy from around here, Schlack, you have Alex Zane, Blake Christian. Uh, The list goes on and on. Joey Janella came from there, Um, and they're still doing a lot of cool shit. They put together The Collective, which is a group of independent promotions putting on specific and or what would you call it, like uh, special attraction events during WrestleMania weekend, you know, Joey like a Joey Janela Spring Break or you know uh, the Danhausen Warhorse WrestleMania, you know, all part of the collective, all yeah. these independent promotions working together to do something cool and something amazing outside of Mania. Right. So if you you don't want to get the Corona when they, <laughs> you know, hey man hit up the gcw tip <laughs> yeah. i was like corona oh no, corona. no. i mean dude gcw uh, they have a rabid fan base um we went the only show i've been to and that you know we attended together was the joint venture with black label pro right. and i'll tell you what i know one your cup of tea as far as like yeah. the death match and blood and all that shit but god damn that fucking rabid fan base dude that that gave me like the chills like yeah like i traveled back in time and was at a fucking original ecw event yeah. um It was very cool, very passionate, very loyal fan base, too. Um, And they do a lot of cool, exciting shit. They are a little deathmatch-oriented, and that's fine. That's great. They have a niche, you know, because you can have your blood and guts, like AEW is going to claim to have or whatever, you know. But... You can only do so much on a, uh, a level like that, you know? Like GC I wanted to does, shout them
3: out. We both know that's not my cup of tea. Big deal. It's a cup of tea for a lot of people, so I did want to yeah, talk about it.
1: and I think they're a great promotion. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, you know? I mean, hell, there's people that fucking absolutely love midget wrestling, which I think I don't— I don't want to go on air and say I think it's fucking stupid, but it's fucking stupid. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Just did. <laughs> that was the but that was the part of the joke that you're supposed to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, but uh, it, it's much like that. I, I do enjoy major wrestling. By the way, yeah. you can go and watch my highlight video because I attended an event and had fun. Um, it's it's something like that where it's its own niche, and if you don't like it, that's fine. If you yeah. like it, that's great. Yeah. I think it's fucking cool. I think there is something for everybody, right. and that's to have a promotion based in that. I mean, it's not totally deathmatch, but they're, let's fucking face it, dude. They're brutal. They they're do brutal. some brutal ass fucking yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. But they also have some good ass wrestling. Yeah. So, hey, man, what you gonna do? GCW. I got Mac Crew. I don't know. I'm <laughs> not a freestyler. I don't know either. I was just trying to sound like Be Real from Cypress Hill. So, yeah. Shout out to GCW Game Changer Wrestling. Check them out.
2: Poo, poo, poo. Poo, poo,
1: poo, poo. huh oh, yeah. The following announcement has been paid for
3: by the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast. The following conversation between the three Vince's
2: is already in progress. All right, I call this meeting in order. To talk about something that's been bothering me. It's me, Vince. Thanks for meeting with me, Vince. And thanks for meeting me over the phone, Vince. You're welcome, Vince. No problem, VKM. All right. I got a problem. Me too. I got to take a shit. Nobody cares about your shit. I got a problem. We all got problems. Well, I got the worst problem because I'm the boss here. And what I want to say is we need to work on the men. They're not big enough. They're not veiny enough. I feel you on that. They're not mountainous masses of meat. Of course you feel me, I'm the boss of this place. I got an issue too. Our guys aren't juicy enough. They're not plump. They need to be mountain of men. Yeah. They need they need attitude, pal. That's right. They feel deflated. Ah. So I'm gonna take the lead on this. Hate to break it to you. Not really. But you're both fired. I'm fired. What? You're what are you fired. You're talking fired. No, no. You're oh, fire. Oh no. You're not doing that to me, not. I'm Vincent Kennedy McMahon, damn it. You're fired. You're both fired, for Christ's sake. If you don't get them twice as veiny as they were last week, you're both fired. Three times as veiny. How about that? Oh, three and a half times, you're fired. I want to rip all the glistening, yeah. My grapefruits are bigger than all of yours. Oh, yeah. we're gonna talk about grapefruits now? Smallest grapefruit gets fired. Uh, my grapefruits are bigger than half of the roster. The only reason I say that is because I've seen all those grapefruits, and I donated half of my grapefruits to half of the roster. Uh, you know what? Half of those rosters, you know what they can do? They can kiss my ass. I feel like you're. Uh, you're I feel like, Vince, your, your math needs to be fired. Your fractions are all wrong. Uh, I, your mathematicians are fired. My fractions are perfect. 44 and 100% pure whore. Well, that sounds familiar. I'm going to make my guy look it up, and if I don't know what we're talking about, he's fired. He's yeah, you got so a 33.7 and a half chance of getting fired. Yeah, you got to fire him. You know what? You know what I like to do when guys piss me off? Why? And, and women don't. They don't. Huh? Don't yeah. perform the stunts I want them to perform when my wife's not around I like, to, I like to call them in my office And I like to fire them Yeah, uh, fire you know them My balls are on fire My balls have been on fire longer than your balls Have been on fire <laughs> You know what's really on fire? Your balls? My fucking hemorrhage, that's right Vince Thank you very much Vince That's the most intelligent thing you ever said Yeah, what? it's a sensitive subject for me Don't talk about it, otherwise you're fired Ah, I can't be fired. You're fucking fired. What are you talking about? I own fires, for Christ's sake. Get the fuck out of here. I fired you guys ten minutes ago. I don't even know why we're even talking. Fuck you. I've wrestled God. I've never I have didn't even know we were in this meeting still. I thought it ended ten minutes ago. I've been in the bathroom shitting for the last twenty minutes. Uh, that's what I smelled. I thought we were in Greg the Hammer Valentine's basement. Oh. Greg the Hammer Valentine's Fucking, he's fired. Yeah, he's fired. No legend contract for him. He's fired. He's gone. Yeah. You know what? Extend his contract today so I can fire his ass again. That's right. That's my move. That's not your move. That's my move. Don't you steal my moves. Otherwise, I'll fire you again. Wait a minute. Fuck you guys. I'm the one doing the firing. I already fired you. You're already fired. Oh.
1: Coming attractions, almost like fatal attractions, but they are coming attractions. So up next, we have uh, WWE's coming up with the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Um, obviously, you know, we talked about the AEW Blood and Guts. So stay tuned to fucking AEW AEWAllEliteWrestling.com for information on that. Uh, Black Label Pro, they have the Threat Level Midnight. That's coming up uh, WrestleMania weekend with the uh, Wrestlevania there's a lot, you know, they're a part of the collective. There's a lot of fucking really good shows coming on then. So there's going to be like a whole Fight TV and independent independentwrestling.tv schedule that everybody can check out. And if you go in the Juice Pro Wrestling universe, I'm always posting all this stuff there. So anytime any of these promotions release like special matches for these events or anything, I try to share them there. So anybody that's a fan of a particular wrestler hey, it's there. You should be able to find out what the fuck's going on with them and check it out. That's the Juice Pro Wrestling Facebook group. Join it. Um, other than that, coming up, we have March 30th. We have the Three Floyds, Floyd Mania, which is a week-long celebration of pro wrestling and craft beer. And as Shretton kind of wanders back into the uh, into the picture, um, it's – Like I said, it's a week-long celebration, craft beer, pro wrestling. We're going to be there March 30th to kick it off. That's a Monday night, um, roughly around 6, 7 p.m. As it gets closer to the date, we'll have a more finite time for you. But we will be welcoming um, Matt Nix from Freelance Wrestling, Eric and Steve, promoters from Warrior Wrestling, and all of you. Are invited as long as you know you're 21 and over. <laughs> it's at the Brew Pub, so I don't think you I'm really up. have to be 21. But we'd like to drink with you. Have some fucking drinks. Hell yeah,
3: drinks. Good conversation. We're going to record for a while.
1: Yeah, we're going to record. We're going to do an also awesome video setup, uh, with some of the best promoters in the fucking Midwest. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's that's going to be killer. It's going to be super fun. It's going to be super fun. Very excited. Super fun. Super fun. Um.
3: Other than that... Uh, Freelance March 6th, this Friday, like two days from now. Is it? Yeah. they got another show.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the... Uh, what the fuck is that one called? I forget what it's called. Google it. I mean, we'll probably talk about it also, but... Yeah, we'll talk about it. Like I said, um, it, it's a lot to remember when you, you sit down. We sit down to record this fucking show, and there's professional wrestling nowadays is like a million fucking things so if you don't take proper notes fuck even if you do take some notes it's just like uh <laughs> you know brain fart yeah so whatever that's why we have things set up on our social media because as they are happening as they unfold as the latest news breaks you can go to twitter at jpdub podcast and see you know what the fuck game changer wrestling is doing black label pro freelance WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact, you know all of these promotions and it goes even beyond that. Right. Uh you can check on Facebook at Juice Pro Wrestling and join that Facebook group Juice Pro Wrestling Universe, motherfuckers. Join that shit. Hit it up. Instagram, it's there. Everything we do, all the little guest spots I do because you know I'm a traveling man when it comes to podcasting and I do what I can. Sretton's <laughs> laughing because he's a piece of shit I would like to start Hashtag
3: leave Sretton alone No Hashtag defend Sretton No uh, Hashtag Hashtag uh, thin skin Sretton No He is the body
1: guy of podcasting Hashtag and-
2: body guy of podcasting <laughs> a- Boom
1: and, and actually here's another uh, When you're following us on Instagram Sretton <laughs> did manage to find himself To kind of weasel his way into his own little Uh Instagram TV series is weekly TV series at Juice Pro Wrestling so check that out it's called Confessions with Threaten just a little bit It's just a little bit um, the first one dropped last week we'll have another one coming at you guys this week <laughs> so it, it's going to be highly entertaining you will get to learn more about the producer the audio guy for Juice Pro Wrestling yeah. the guy who don't know Jack Dick about Pro Wrestling <laughs> that's right I said Jack Dick Jack Dick hey! Jack Dick <laughs> Jr. What was I think it was during Revolution or Dynamite? Jr. is like, man, he certainly knows how to be a Richard. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Jr. What are you doing? Fuck God, He's a Richard. Hey, yeah, say what you can. Yeah, say what you can. But look forward to next week. Uh, like I said, the Queen's Court. We welcome the Queen of New England. Will be on the show to uh, fuck shit up with us. I'm very excited about that too. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good, man.
3: I'm just frequently excited about things.
1: Yeah, we're That's doing it. a lot of things. We're doing yeah. a lot of cool shit. So, hey, man, our YouTube's been blowing up. Thank you guys so much for subscribing and sharing mm-hmm. with your friends. Please continue to do su, yeah. do so. Do, please do su, To do su. That's only number three. I'm to fucking do losing. <laughs> It sounds like please, a game. Please, to do su. Remember that game, Taboo? <laughs> no. Yes, I had a copy, and we never opened it. <laughs> yeah, it was a piece of shit. Oh, hell No. anyways random thoughts from the juice uh yeah thank you guys for supporting share us with your friends you know the the reviews and the ratings all that shit really helps we're trying to get somewhere and we want to take you with us so help us out come on bring it in for a group hug word of mouth man yeah that's our that's our best thing fuck the algorithms
3: fuck all that other stuff if you listen to us if you like us
1: old school yeah
3: tell somebody else one person if it's uh if you got any seven year old grandmothers and don't know how to subscribe on uh, iTunes or whatever, do it for her so she can listen to us once a week. Yeah, it don't cost you guys shit. She's tired of listening to NPR and how to make a good souffle or mm.
1: or uh sugar free cake. Souffle. She
3: wants to hear us.
1: Yeah. We ain't fucking sugar free. We pack in all the salt. That's right. We got the sugar blues like a motherfucker. And we come at you every week. We ain't missed a beat and uh Almost two years now. Do so, it for your
3: grandma. You don't yeah. love your grandma?
1: Gam Gam's whore. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. We love you all. Thank you for your support. You know we got to <gasps> wet em up. Wet up. Wet them up.
2: Wet
1: them up. Wet up. up, wet wet
2: up. Three.
1: lottery players are subject to ohio laws and commission
0: regulations please play responsibly two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious say hello to donato's new bacon duo pizzas two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon and the chipotle bacon duo with canadian bacon and chipotle season bacon